The following is a Joel Mahalik production. The following episode has been recorded in front of a live studio audience, which included two cats, five Barbie dolls, one miniature schnauzer, and eight tiny reindeer. I'm Groot. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. No! That's a really bad sign. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. I am Joel Mahalik, and I am here uh, solo, actually because we're not really here. So we are away, playing, uh, taking a vacation-type break, and uh, so we are going to still attempt to entertain you in our absence, and one of the ways that we intend to do that is I am going to uh, first be airing a interview from the Wayback Machine. I probably can't use that term because the Wayback Machine uses that term. So, but I don't think anyone has laid claim to throwback. <laughs> so we reached into the throwback archives, and I pulled out an interview that I did. That's getting a lot of hits on our YouTube channel too. It's an interview we did, uh, uh, I did back in the day with Ariel and Shia Kane, and uh, they are very much like the lovely Sharon and myself, a very happy couple. And they made a mission of telling people how they can achieve the same type of success. And they're two of the most amazing people that I ever interviewed. And I thought, you know, in, in, in a world where there's so many Karens, let's try to pep it up and talk to some... Some people who get it, you know, you, you you can't live your life by the news and you can't live your life by what you hear on social media. And uh, in the distance of time between interviewing them originally and the way the world has gotten even more erratic today, it's even more so important, uh, the message that they deliver. Uh, their website is transformationmadeeasy.com, and they, uh, they, 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 their write-ins are there, their blog, their podcast. Uh, amazing couple. So why don't you sit right there, and um, an older version, a younger version of my voice will take over now uh, and introduce you to Ariel and Shia Kane. Right now, I'd like to welcome to the program... Uh, a very special couple here, Ariel and Shia Kane, and we're going to talk to them about their book, How to Have a Match Made in Heaven, and some other things, including their radio show, Good Evening. Well, good evening to you, Joe. Hello, Joe. How are you guys? Thanks for joining us. We're, well, we're, thank you. It's lovely to be here. We're great. 
Let's start out in a nice traditional way. Tell us about yourselves because, you know, you guys have uh, a vast background in relationships. And uh, so tell us how that started. (laughs) Uh, We we didn't start out that way. I was going to say, did it start with a fight? (laughs) No, we we had a vast, both of us had a vast background in a lot of dating without relationship happening very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we've been together for about 30 years, Shia and I have, and uh, we've been married for more than 28. 28. Congratulations. Well, thank you. you. And uh, in 2007, we actually wrote our first book on relationship that won the Nautilus Book Award, Best Book a Year in Relationship. And and, uh, so our sequel really is about what we've discovered about a transformational approach to dating and relating and marriage and so uh, how to keep it fresh. Basically, we share the way we live and what's worked for us, and it's not what we were taught by other people for the most part. It's what we've learned over the last 26 years of leading seminars and workshops. And, and trial and error. Lots of that. Right. Lots of error. But it wasn't <laughs> an error. Everything worked. It just didn't work the way we thought it would. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I think you hit a very important point, the, the trial and error and the fact that you guys are out there and you're doing the seminars, you do the radio show, and, uh, you, you know, you learn as you go. And, of course, uh, I, I have a saying we that I, I took from my father. Uh, we learn every day we're here. So you learn something different every day, something new every day. And as I was uh, scanning through the book and uh, looking at some different sections, I could tell that there is a lot of experience, you know, and maybe uh, it's a combination, I, I suppose, of your experience and some experience that you have taken from some other people that you worked with. Yes, the, the, both. The primary turning point in our relationship was the moment that I really had this deep experience that in this moment, you can only be exactly as you are. And, and that, that was about 26 years ago I had this experience. And in that moment, I stopped picking on myself. I stopped working on myself. I stopped trying to get enlightened. And the most amazing thing happened. I stopped picking on Ariel. In his thoughts and in his actions, you know how you treat the people around you the way you treat yourself. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's one of the biggest things we've discovered is that when you're kind to yourself, it really ripples out to the people around you. And then, of course, our book is based on more than 20 videos of us working with individuals and couples. And what's really neat in the book is you actually get links to the videos. So those people who like to go up on the Internet... uh, can uh, just follow the links and they can actually see us working with those people and see their ability to relate, transform in an instant. Right, which is a very good thing about the book, having those links to the videos and such, because, you know, aren't we such a show-me society? You know, it's like, okay, great, this is nice to read, but everybody, it's a show-me society. Let me see what you're talking about. Well, you know, the beauty of this book is that it was written about real people with real life situations and that you watch them see the way through to the other side like a light goes off. Well, it, it may be a show-me society, but one of the things that's really neat is when you actually see it work for someone, you get the... Idea that it could work for you. Did we mention... We finish each other's sentences. We do. You probably noticed it by now. I did notice that, <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you why I noticed that, because uh, I, I wanted to mention that I'm in my second marriage, which uh-huh. is... Which is so 
So am I. We're, <laughs> we're, and we're on our way to 18 years. My first one lasted six, but we were probably really married about 20 minutes of that six years. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so, I mean, I still, you know, after 17 years, I mean, something happened. I mean, after my first relationship, I really... It would, I really didn't want anything to do with women. I was like, you know what? I'll just be a hobbit, hoarding my money, you know, and uh, <laughs> and be happy with it, you know. And then my sister introduced me to my wife now, and it was just something, you know. She came from a bad relationship. I came from a bad relationship, and we and it just something just clicked immediately and always. And we do the same thing. We complete each other's thoughts and questions to the point where it's scary sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's very convenient, though. It is okay. Yeah, it's, it's it's convenient sometimes. But do you guys ever get that sense, like, yeah, okay, this is creepy. Stop. Well, the, the the trick is not to keep secrets from each other. Right. And it's never creepy. The only thing is that on holidays, you know, I can look at the box if there, and it's like, oh, well, thanks for getting. Because if he thinks about it, I see a picture of what he got me. So we're, we we basically don't keep secrets. Yeah, it's very difficult for us to have surprises with each other because we realize it before it happens. But one thing I like about what you just said about your second wife, Joel, is a lot of people out there who think that once they've had a bad marriage or they've come from families where they see, all they've ever seen is bad marriages, they think they can't have a good one. It's absolutely not the truth. You just have to keep going. Right. And well, it, and, it's a, and, and it's constantly a work in progress, and I think that's sometimes, I mean, I try to uh, you know, uh, especially convey that to our daughters who are both adult, uh, adults, and one of them is single. She's always been single. My other daughter is, you know, uh, married but separated. You know, and she even made the comment once. Well, I don't, I don't understand why I can't have what you guys have. And it, it, it's a work. What they, what they don't realize is you, you have to work on it. You, you just don't come together, and it is. You know what I mean? I don't mean to get well, too philosophical, know. too too much philosophy, but <laughs> it, it isn't. You just don't join hands, put a ring on each other's hands, and 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 the rest just falls into place. That's absolutely true. But you know, you said something about your first marriage being only married for twenty minutes. Well, I was married in my first marriage for fourteen years, and it was an absolute success in that I was occupied while Ariel was growing up. <laughs> so, so, so it kept me occupied. And we, you know, we met, it was just by happenstance. It wasn't a serious thing. Uh, our first date was not serious. It, I thought it was just going to be a fling. An it, evening it, of fun, it, and it, it turned was, out it to be a lifetime. It was a one-night fling that has lasted for 30 years. Wow. But, you know, uh, when you say that... Uh, you have to work it. I, I don't really think of it in terms of working, but I, I do know that people forget to date each other. They forget to romance each other. They that, forget that. That is very, yeah. very interesting that you say that because we actually, you know, um, my wife has been out of work for a year and a half, and so with me, you know, me being the only income, and then I have my, I have a computer business on the side, and that keeps me busy. And actually, just a couple weeks ago, not that anything is wrong with the relationship, but we we made that exact decision. We said, okay, I have to take a time out from this or schedule my after-job job a little differently since it's my own thing because we have to get together and, and, and do the dating thing as well. So I think we're going to do this a little bit more in this half hour. We're going to be, be able to compare n notes here because something else, Shia, that you said is how it was convenient while Ariel was growing up, 
you had that. Now, see, when I met Sharon, my wife now, uh, it was at that moment that I finally realized the term, everything happens for a reason. I never really believed in that. But then I met her, and I do, and I have since. Because if you know, if you if you want to get deep and clear your mind and think back, well, if I would have went in the Navy, you know, I, I did Coast Guard, but if I'd have done the Navy, it was going to be a totally different different job. It would have been a career. I would have been all over the world. Uh, we wouldn't have met, you know. So while you know, I was going through my six years of hell, and then you know, she was having a bad marriage, and she actually you know escaped from hers and went all the way to Texas, and if her mother didn't have her come back to the East Coast, you know, and then she did not... Actually, her mother got her back together with my sister. They went to school together years and years ago. So, like, it, I had come to realize if all these things... The serendipity of everything. Yeah, exactly. If all these things didn't happen exactly that way... Exactly. But, but you know, that's what I realized 26 years ago. The, Joel, the, the that, perfection of the moment. That that life is really taking care of us if we let it. But we usually put our fingers into the machine and wonder why our hands are bloody. Right, right. <laughs> you know, but, but, but life really sets you up. I mean, you know, like the odds of my meeting Ariel uh, were, I mean, un, unreal. I mean, I could have won the money ball easier. Mm-hmm. She grew up on in Oregon. I grew up in Far Rockaway, New York. Wow. I can hear that in your I'm voice, by the way. Yeah. I'm <laughs> 17 years older than she is. And, you know... You wouldn't know it, though. If you go up on our website, you'll see him. You would not know that he's uh, going on 72. It's a current picture, too. No, absolutely I don't act not. that way either, either. You know, what happened to me 26 years ago was I discovered the current moment. I really had an experience of living in the moment of my life and each moment since has been unique so it's like I'm not living the same old same old and that what what I majorly discovered about relationship is you gotta listen to what your partner's saying and if you hear what they're saying from their point of view and you don't try to manipulate or change it but just hear it magic right mm. You know, you talked about uh, seven times for dates. I suggest mini dating. I mean, not only, you know, like put yourself on your to-do list, which, you know, there's a chapter in the book about that, but mini dates. I mean, like, we'll just take a moment, hold hands, walk out and get the The mail. mail. Or uh, if you're actually with each other in those little minute moments, your life and your relationship becomes really uh, sweet sweet and magical. Rich. And intimate. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. It's a, you know, it, it, I'm really enjoying listening to you guys and having this conversation. Uh, it's, well, uh, it, you it, know, Ariel incredible. and I work together. We're together seven seven days a week, twenty four hours a day for the most part, and so it, it's to maintain rapport, and, and we don't. We don't argue or fight about anything. You know, it's like we've discovered how to hear what each other has to say. The other thing that's big is we don't blame each other for how we're doing or how we're feeling. A lot of people blame the other person for how they feel as though that that other person is the cause of their feelings, and we don't do that. 
I don't know if this was, uh, uh, folks, this was not planned, but you just actually segued into, I was going to say, let's take one piece of the book and have you guys talk about that, just to, you know, so the audience has an example of uh, some of the things you do, and I, and I, and I picked, highlighted the blame game, because I think that's very important in a relationship, and uh, that section of the book is very good, and I don't know how this happened, it was not planned, Folks, I had I had not talked to them previously. Anyone who knows me, I do not even talk to my guests before I meet them on the air. That's how I do that. So this was not planned, but you just segued right into that. <laughs> well, not bad. Shy is very intuitive. <laughs> uh, yeah. We lead courses on intuition too, you know. Uh, <laughs> so uh, on the blame game, one of the things that we've found the most successful in the most successful relationships is when you take 100% responsibility for the health of the relationship but that means that I'm 100% responsible for the health of the relationship and, from my point of view and from my point of view I'm 100% responsible so, so it's not a 50-50 deal at all there's no I did my 50% how about you but part of the reason why the book is called how to have a match made in heaven a transformational approach to dating relating in marriage is because our approach is anthropological and an anthropologist studies cultures just to see how they're put together and if you look at it that way then there's no blame involved in any phenomena in a relationship even I'm not blaming you I'm not blaming myself it's more a scientific approach where you look and you see what's happening without judging what you see or casting blame and each of us were born into an ongoing culture where we learned the language and the rules and the standards and the mores and so we learned how to behave from the role models we had around us and a lot of us used kids that were two or three years older than us <laughs> as role models mm -hmm. wow <laughs> wow and, that's... and so we learned how to like say oh we it's your how fault to fight. and it's your fault and you made me feel bad. Well, you know, like, uh, <laughs> we've discovered that, that we don't, we, we could contribute to not supporting each other, but our, 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 our feelings are our own, and they're not caused by the other person. And that takes a huge amount of pressure off of Ariel to keep me happy, hmm. and vice versa. Now, in in your in your work that you guys have been doing uh, for many years, I mean, you know, one of the one of the things that you see a lot of, whether you look around yourself, uh, I mean, not yourself, but if you look around your surroundings, friends, people you know, neighbors, or even branch out more and more and more, I think you see a lot of decline in relationships. And I mean, you know, do, do, can, can you feel good at the end of the day knowing that the work you're doing? Is, is saving relationships or saving marriages or helping people with their individual problems that maybe affects their relationship? Yes and no. I feel good at the end of the day. I feel good at the beginning of the day and the middle of the day. So, the, you know, so I feel good. And, and, and that, and I love what we do. I love when people discover something outside of what they thought they knew that makes a shift, a quantum shift in the quality of how they experience living. Well, that was actually how this particular book got to be written. We were watching one of the, 
the videos of us working with someone that had been shot, you know, almost a year before, and so we hadn't really remembered the conversation, and we were watching how this woman had one of the archetypical stumbling blocks in relationships. She really, really was at war with her father, and it translated right on down to how she related to, to her, her husband, husband. And, and given the way she related to her father, we didn't feel that her marriage had much of a chance. And it was so wonderful to be able to speak with her and watch her face light up as she saw other possibilities. And so when we saw this video, we realized that it was the basis of a book. And that that's where we should start and work out from there. And we actually had her on our radio show almost two years after uh, the, initial interview. the initial interview to ask her what was happening with her now. And she talked about how she and her father were now not only friends, he was doing things to help raise her children. And she discovered that he was a really wise person but she had had so much hate for him, she wasn't seeing him clearly. And actually, her hate for him had kept him, it almost required him to be this terrible, unkind person rather than allow him to progress uh, in his own life. So it was uh, really deeply gratifying, actually, to see uh, how simple it can be. Right. You know, most of us think it's so complex and so hard and has to take so long, but your ability to transform can uh, to relate in an instant. to instantaneous thing. The mm -hmm. other thing is that there's something about being willing to apologize when you've been unkind to your partner. Right. You know, where you say, I'm sorry, and you mean it. You gotta mean it. You can't say it as a manipulation. No, I'm sorry if you hurt yourself with what I said. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, and, and, and I agree. I mean, that's another important thing that uh, you know um, in, in relationships is you know, and, that, and that's a, a, a critical piece of your of your communication work that you know you have that you have to have. You have you know when you talk about being open, not having secrets, your communication. You know when. When you you hurt your partner, you have to be able to do that. And you have to be able to do that from the heart and not just from you know the chest or the throat. You know, just just because it, it must be my duty to apologize because you know uh, I said this or you know. So I, I I totally agree with that. Right. I'm sorry. Now get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Never worked. <laughs> Wow. The other thing we really saw, Joel, is a lot of people have gotten so invested in being right rather than being alive. Right, so they keep lists of transgressions, and then they get their friends to agree with so them. So their gal friends or their guy friends and, take their and, side. And, and they, there's almost no possibility for relationship in that. It's about giving up the past and celebrating the moment. Oh, I like that. I like that. Celebrating the moment. I like that. And the future hasn't gotten here, and it won't get here until it does. And when it does, it will be a moment of now. So if you discover how to live your life current time with what's happening in your life in the current moment, then life becomes really satisfying and fulfilling, and uh, you stop worrying about what you can't do anything about. You know, Shia, that is uh, uh, that is very deep. <laughs> you you have obviously been at this for a while. <laughs> oh, well, oh, you yeah, know, I, you know, I took my first 
expedition into uh, enlightenment, trying to become enlightened, in, in 1961. So I've been doing this for a while, and it, it became a lifelong uh, goal to become enlightened. And, and I worked at, you know, I took different uh, courses. We both took, I met Ariel, I was leading a workshop, and she was a participant, but we didn't really meet there. She met me. It took a while to snag him. But she got me. <laughs> <laughs> now, it be, before we run out of time, I, I also want to focus in on the on the radio show. You mentioned it, I mentioned it, and I wanted to expand on that because you guys do have uh, a, a radio program uh, where you, you help people uh, on the air, I, I assume, uh, call in and whatnot. Yes. Let's, uh, let's talk about that for a moment. Tell us about that. Well, it's on Voice America. It's, it's an internet radio show. It's called Being Here. I sense a theme. Being. Uh, being Here. <laughs> and the easiest way to find it is to go through our website, transformationmadeeasy.com, and just click on the radio link. And it, it's not only live uh, on Wednesdays, Eastern Time at noon, but we have archived probably 250 or more shows, so on all sorts of different uh, subjects, including a lot of them on relationships. Relationships, so, sex, uh, intimacy, stress, uh, health, uh, yeah, all sorts of things. All sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Wow, so that's uh, even, enlightenment. even enlightenment as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's fun as the actress you know, way. You know, the, the, the truth of the matter is, uh, our primary focus was enlightenment to try to become enlightened. When enlightenment finally caught up with us which was about 26 years ago, uh, then people started to ask us how it is that we related because first we transformed as individuals and then our relationship followed suit. And so we started doing things that we didn't so our, learn. Our, our seminars actually came into being by request where people said, I noticed something really different about yeah, you now. You know, Please they come knew us when families. we were working real hard to become enlightened and now you're not doing anything but you look awfully good what what are you doing now come and speak to our company come and speak to our friends right so we did and that's how that's why our first book is called working on yourself doesn't work that's right <laughs> <laughs> I, I i'm going to ask this final question i understand that you're you're asking this question quite a bit but before we let you go are you guys still on your honeymoon Absolutely. oh yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. The it body, you, you know, there's a song. Uh, I'm not as good as I, I once was, was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. <laughs> and, and that's a very good song. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you, what, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. You were going to say Ariel? Nope, no, that's no. it. Really? I'm going to, uh, we're going to have your uh, website, transformationmadeeasy.com, uh, information about your show, information about the book where they can get it, all that stuff detailed on our blog, on our website. And, of course, they'll stay there until the end of the world, whether that be Friday or whenever. Um, so uh, this is great information. The book, like I said, uh, you know, I, I went through different sections, you know, and then not front to back yet, which I will. Very enjoyable to read and very easy to read. And uh, I want to thank you both very much for your time. It was, yeah, it just a, a pleasure to have you guys on the show. Turned out to be even a bigger pleasure to have you on the show than I even knew it could be. And I'm well, glad. Oh, Joe was fun for us too, you know. 
And well, I'm, who knew? It was a date. <laughs> <was> a date. <laughs> yeah. See that? See that? And I got to tell you, you know, at the, at the beginning of the interview, I felt good, and I feel good at the end of the interview. How about that? Uh, excellent. We're really happy we could spend uh, this time with you. Yes. Well, you know, we can do it again. Uh, we should stay in touch, and uh, you know, we can even uh, you know bring you back again, and uh, you know, we even uh, offer an exercise here on our show, kind of like uh, loop uh, what you're doing over here for a time or two. Excellent. because we'd love to talk. We like being with people. We like uh, possibilities. And that's, and that's why we're all on talk radio. That's why we're all on talk radio. We all love to talk. Right. <laughs> there you go. Ariel Shia, thank you. We'll do it. Thank you so thank very you. much. Have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And uh, we'll stay in touch. Look forward to having you back on Behind the Mic in the near future. Thanks thank so much, Joe. Take care, guys. Uh, that Bye. was Ariel and Shia Kane, and boy, aren't they great. The book is called How to Have a Match Made in Heaven, a transformational approach to dating, relating, and marriage. Uh, TransformationMadeEasy.com is the website. We'll have that all hooked up. Listen to the show live Wednesdays at noon, or go to the website I just mentioned, and you get the archives. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Listen on the web, your phone, or your neighbor's internet connection. That wasn't very nice. This is Reality One. Uh, we will be uh, having a conversation with uh, Christian pop singer Natasha Natasha Owens. Get my vowels straight. And uh, we'll also be listening to her uh, big hit, I Made It Through, off the uh, self-titled, not self-titled, off the, how would you say that, Ron? The CD is I Made It Through and the title track, there it is. Yeah, there it is. And we'll listen to the title track of the LP, I Made It Through, right here on the show. And uh, so we'll be uh, we will be reaching out, as they say, letting our fingers do the walking all the way to Texas to uh, bring Natasha here, and she'll be here any moment. Uh, I want to remind everybody as a programming note that this Sunday on the big show, Brock LaRob will be in the house, and I know that excites you, Ron. Yes, it does. Uh, he and he sent me a message. He's, you know, you know what I realized? He sends me the same message. A couple days before the show. <laughs> he sends the same message. We have much to discuss. <laughs> Maybe it wouldn't be so much if he got here a little sooner in between visits, but hey, we're on, we, are, uh, we succumb to his schedule. Exactly. As we do with all of our regulars, and we appreciate that time. So he'll be here Sunday, 8 o'clock uh, Eastern Time on the big show uh, on the big network. Your your show of shows. Who used to say that? Oh gosh! Who was the show of shows? Come I'm on! I'm drawing a blank, but I remember. Was it? Wasn't it? That. Wasn't it Ringling Brothers? Was that the show of shows? Well, I thought Ringling Brothers was the greatest show on earth. 
Your show of shows. What was that? I thought okay, there you, you know said born every back minute. To that. We're going to get back to that later on in the show. Uh, and in fact, let me give out the phone number real quick before we bring the guest on. In case anybody has a wants a you know that, that there's a challenge. If you who was the sh- what was the show of shows? Help us out. Uh, call us later though uh, with that answer if you if you dare eight six six four one seven four three five nine. That's again eight six six four one seven four three five nine. Of course, you can also reach us at facebook.com slash behind the mic spelled as the man's name is M I K E. And without further ado, we welcome to the program uh, Christian pop singer Natasha Owens. Good evening, Natasha, and welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for joining us. So you hail all the way from Texas. Can you tell that my accent is not from New York? Well, you know, I have to to tell you, I I expected a heavier accent because you were from Texas, (laughs) but it's really not bad. Are you from, like, northern Texas? Well, yeah, we're from the Dallas area, but uh, I I grew up in Tennessee, so it's kind of a mixture. I have people here in Texas ask me where I'm from all the time. So, <laughs> well, you know, what? I got to tell you, uh, I like the Southern accent. Period. I mean, south of the Mason Dixon line doesn't matter. Most, I'd say ninety ninety five percent of the accents south of the Mason Dixon line, I love them. So, uh, you well, welcome thank here with you. your accent. So, Natasha, tell us a little bit about yourself. Your calling card. This is your turn. Your time to be a verbal uh, presentation of yourself. Well, you know, back about four years ago, I went through something just life changing. My father passed away suddenly, and um, you know, after I dealt with the shock and the and the grief and the depression and all the emotions that you go through whenever you're dealing with with a loss, um, it was it was restoration type music, music that has hope and and love and uh, in it that really pulled me out. So when I had the opportunity to do the CD, I said it has to be that type of project because you know everybody's going through something these days that is faith-shaking, life-shaking, and, um, you know, if I can just give them a little bit of hope at, to know that not only God loves them, but there's people out there that that um, truly care for the broken and the wounded, you know, just to, just to hang on until they get a little bit of help. So that's kind of how this whole project came about. Right, and there's no doubt uh, at all on my part uh, when you say that, uh, you know, right now, I mean, whether it is uh, personal or because of uh, some of the things going on, you know, uh, throughout yeah. the nation economically and job losses and stuff. There, yes, you're right. There's always some sort of everybody. I think. I, I, I think some sort of negativity prob- probably touches everybody. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, everybody you come in contact with is either coming out of something or facing the the worst trial of their life. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's just it's just to spread good word of hope and cheer and uh, just just to remind them, you know, because when you come to a crossroad in in your life, when when something happens, you either get further away or closer to God. At least that was in my experience. So it's just kind of get them a little bit of hope to hang on until until they can make it through. You know, I'm a living testimony. Um, with with my life that that I made it through something very very rough, you know. Right now, would you uh, have uh, have you been singing and performing prior to this? I mean, it has it, did this all just come at once? Um, p- 
partially come at once. Um, I've sang all my life. I come from a musical family. Mm-hmm. Um, and the past, for about three years, I was a musical director for a church, led praise and worship. And uh, so, but this is the first CD, and this is the first, um, um, you know, big stages that, that I've been on. I've had a lot of opportunities since uh, May for his doors opening up that I've, I'm, you know, very humble and very fortunate to be able to do. Right. And the and the CD, which, by the way, everybody, is as I said earlier, is titled I Made It Through. And in a moment here, we're going to listen to the title track. Uh, the, so the CD is sort of like start to finish is, is this journey. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, when you put them in a certain order, we did not do that on the CD, but when you put them in a certain order, it's almost like the beginning of the trial to all the way making it through. Mm-hmm. They all have a common thread throughout them, and and it kind of tells a story, you know. So you didn't put the them in order, now, right? So was not putting them in order was that like a puzzle for the for the listener? <laughs> no, what what we did, yeah, kind of kind of just to, to see if you can figure out whenever you're listening to them, um, which one would go ahead of each other. They're pretty easy to figure out. The way we did them is like I would. Uh, do them in a church service. You know, you start out always kind of fast and bring it down and bring it back up so that it kind of has a flow. And mm-hmm. it, by the time you get to the end of the song uh, or the end of the CD, um, you're kind of not tired of it because you kind of don't know what's coming next. You know, they're all very different, very different right. songs. Now, so, so you say there's a particular order, but uh, could one say that the order uh, may be changeable depending on, uh, you know, how the person listening maybe is feeling? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And so in, 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 say, in saying that, the order that you suggest that it would be in is the order it, it is in for the way that you would be feeling. That's right. And, and it may be, um, you know, I've, I've had tons of family and friends listened to it before it came out to give me their true opinion and so forth and and just about every single one of them um, came away with something different depending on what they were going through in their life what stage Mm -hmm. they were in their life they kind of had a different spin on it so um, you know you you can't kind of put you can't put the CD in in a box so to say right right Uh, one of the most uh, uh what I think is one of the best tracks that I've heard on on the CD is, of course, I made it through. Which, uh, and I know that that track means a lot to you. And there's a lot of what you went through. There's a lot of your heart that you have poured into that song. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it, could, could you briefly kind of take us through like the meaning of that song, like before you know, before we we play, we're going to play it here, but maybe you can kind of set it up for us. Yeah, um, when you're going through something, it, it seems very dark sometimes, and, and some, sometimes you don't feel like anybody's around, not even God. And when you, it's like going, I picture it like going through a tunnel, and you finally, there's a point in your trial, in your situation, where you finally see the light of day. And for the first time, I remember there was a specific point when I felt that I was, you know, on my way to true healing, and it's like you you have sun on your face, and for the first time you're seeing that sun, and it's warm on your face, and there is such a emotions that come with that particular moment. 
There's mm-hmm. thankfulness to God for bringing you out. There's relief. For the first time, you're actually able to breathe. And that's what this song's about. When, when you're coming out of that tunnel and that first moment when you can just close your eyes and take a deep breath and breathe out and feel freedom for the first time in a long time. So that's what this song means to me. And that's a great setup, and, uh, and and maybe it means something similar, maybe something different to everybody, but um, we're going to play it. Here it is, Natasha Owens, I Made It Through. Oh, maybe he's not ready yet, okay. <laughs> we'll give him another moment. Yep, there it goes.
behind the mic show. We're on the phone with Natasha Owens. That was her song. I made it through Natasha. Uh, simply in one word, beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm very humbled I, by by those words. It does have a great message. It's uh, it's such a. It is a powerful song. And uh, uh, Ron and I were just actually talking about that <clears throat> during the song. It's very powerful. And uh, so I, I know you're doing a lot of ministry work. You're delivering, uh, you know, uh, hope and healing messages. But uh, I wanted to note that you're, you've also you also work uh, with addiction uh, uh, issues. Not not yourself, but you you do some work with uh, addiction as well. Yeah, it's it's one ministry that falls underneath restoration. You know, it's. Mm -hmm. um, you find a lot of heartbreaking stories within the uh, the realm of addiction. Absolutely, um, we've we've been able to do a lot of things through uh, through AA, through um, um, a cancer um, charity, also a restoration project as well. Hmm. That's uh, but it, that is a, but addiction addiction is a is a subject that that not only touches the the person who is addicted, but it, it touches everybody around them as well. You know, mm -hmm. they all fall under the restoration categories. Yeah, that is, uh, you know, having, uh, you know, dealt with it, not myself, but, you know, being, as you say, you know, people who are surrounded by that addiction certainly are affected one way or the other, pulled in. So um, I think it's fascinating that uh, you do work in that area as well I, I applaud you for that uh you keep pretty busy with uh with everything you're doing plus you've crossed over into country and pop yeah not easy some, of to these, do. some of the music is is touching into all three genres um I, you know which which really excites me you know some of the typical religious uh people the christians uh, when I say this, you're going to understand exactly where I'm coming from, so just bear with me a second. When when they hear that my music is being played on the rock stations or the country stations, you know, people have frowned upon that. And they're mm -hmm. like, you are a Christian artist, you need to stay a Christian artist. And I said, well, what you don't understand is that warms my heart more than it being played on Christian stations, because people who wouldn't normally choose Christian music, it's being brought to them. And my, my music, um, a lot of Rodettes are, are saying this, it's not, it's not so pushy either. You know, some Christian music really uh, wants to push the agenda, their agenda, and, you know, my music doesn't necessarily have God in every other word. It has a higher power. It, it points to a higher, higher power in me. Right, right. But it's not so pushy, and, and that's one thing that people who aren't Christians, or aren't typically listening to Christian music, they are gravitating toward my music because of that. Right, and I was saying, too, that uh, yeah, and that's probably uh, one, one of, uh, you know, the bigger catalysts to doing that, and that's not easy to do. Cross, you know, crossing over to those other genres is not easy to do. Right. And, uh, but I think it's because and of what you're doing, and because of how, uh, you know how fantastic your music is. I think that is what, believe it or not, not to make it sound so easy, but that's what makes it seem so easy for these Aww. other people 
from those genres to pick it up and take it over. Because you know, the, working with musicians for a long time beyond working on radio, yeah. uh, it, that's just not it's it's not an easy thing to do. It's not heard of a lot. And you've you know, in the short time you've been that you've been doing this, you know, you've done something that that has taken other artists many more years to do. Yeah, yeah, and and God, God is just in that. You know, I, I've had people say, you know, you need to stay in the Christian realm. What are you doing? You need to create your own identity within the Christian genre. And and my response to that is, there is a world of hurting people, and it's people who listen to all genres of music. So, is if this music can cross into as many genres as it can, then I welcome that. I welcome it. Right, and I and I just think that's uh, that, that's great, and you know, I keep it going, girl. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, 2014 is going to be a blur because uh, we have a lot of really cool things happening um, this year, starting in starting in a month or so. So, you know, just keep keep me in your prayers that we can all keep it balanced. You know, oh, absolutely. absolutely. We, we have to stay focused on what we're doing too. Right, right. Now, do you have another CD on the horizon? Yeah, we've actually cut the uh, the next single to the next song to the next CD. Uh, our goal is to release a single every three months to the radio. Um, I've got a radio okay. tour starting next month um, for this CD, uh, but before we continue on to the next. But the next song is very different. It's not a traditional um, Christian song. I think it's going to do very well in country and very well in pop as well. Ooh. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, but it's I'm got excited. a great. You're going to send meaning. it to us, right? I absolutely, and it's got a it's got a great meaning to it. So, uh, you know, I think that will make the Christian genre happy as well. But uh, and, uh, we got a tour starting um, with uh, we're working out a tour with Jason Crabb, some with Michael W. Smith, and uh, this year. So it's going to be pretty exciting. We'll be able to reach a lot of people in a short amount of time. I think. That sounds really exciting. The, now, the, the CD that's out right now, I made it through. You, for more information about it, NatashaOwensMusic.com. But, Natasha, before I let you go, where can people go to get the CD? They can download it from iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. It's on every download site out there. Uh, CD Baby, you can get the physical CDs through them or Amazon. Um, or you can contact me through my website, and, and we can get our, our guys to send you one directly. So um, lots of places to, in order to, to inquire about it. Well, we're going to... And also... Gonna, yes. Uh, go ahead. Also, if you guys will check me out on my Facebook, it's Natasha Owens Music. Um, I would love, love, to, love to be able to have you as a follower and um, be able to know exactly what we're doing when we're doing it i'm all over it. in fact my broadcast partner here uh has already been all over it so he's oh. he's, he's, t- he's telling cool. me I'm, I'm i'm far behind so <laughs> uh yeah get with it get with it <laughs> i certainly will uh we're also going to pa- put uh your website information up on our blog which uh okay. stays on the internet as as long as eternity i suppose it's always oh, going to be there you. so we'll be constantly linked up to you and uh, I wish you the best of luck. That's number one. Number two, you have to come back with the with the new music. I'm excited about the new track. I will. And I will. Uh, stay in touch and come back and share more music with us. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for supporting my music. It means a lot to me. I appreciate it. 
You're very welcome, Natasha. Thanks for stopping by, and uh, good luck to you, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you soon. You too. God bless. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Ladies and gentlemen, Natasha Owens, NatashaOwensMusic.com. Go get the CD. You heard uh, the title track, and there's more like that right behind it on the CD. Are you ready for some more Joel Mahalik show? I'd better not. Uh, I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. I have the irrefutable proof that the earth is not flat. Here it is. If the earth was flat, don't you think cats would be on the edge of it knocking off? A new episode every Sunday at joelmahalik.com. Folks, I hope that you enjoyed uh, the program that we put together for you in our absence, in our vacation absence, while we're out having fun, trying to keep things positive. You just listened to Natasha Owens' interview from, uh, again, from the throwback, spreading a positive song and positive messages. And that's, uh, so hopefully you uh, you enjoyed that aspect that we put together for you this week. And uh, we're certainly glad that you visit and stop by so remember the website is www.jmtalk.net and you can subscribe to the show and you should you never miss an episode when you subscribe to the program we're on every major podcasting farm out there so uh if we aren't please drop us a line and we will take care of that post haste uh, also, we're on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Send us an email. Make sure you get in your submissions for Wombat of the Week, Stupid People Doing Stupid Things, Verifiable News Story Link, and send it to us either across the Facebook page or in an email to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. So the various ways you can get a hold of us. So... Um, we are looking forward to being, uh, back. Well, actually, that's the wrong thing to say, right? Who's looking forward to getting back from vacation in a true sense, (laughs) but we do realize we do have to come back and that means we'll be back to you lovely people as well. And we'll be back with, uh, you know, some more interesting things that will kick around that we're pulling out of the day to day news wire to uh, to either make fun of or try to rationalize if we can. Uh, looking for more wombats and more uh, coming up in your near future. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Please, please, please be good to one another. Be safe out there. And it's hot in most parts of the country, so please do what you have to do to be cool. Check on family. Check on the elderly. Check on neighbors. Keep checking on your pets because they're people too. And if you don't think so, then you should have known one. But anyway, that's it for us here at the Joel Mahalik Show. Featuring the lovely Sharon, we will catch you the next time. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>